So the first question I got for you guys is, who's winning Lakers or Minnesota in the play-in tournament? Michael, uh, what do you think? I got the Lakers winning. Why? Because Rudy Gobert just got ruled out. The paint is free. Mm. Uh, no backup center. Carl Anthony Towns, really good perimeter player. But I just think the paint is free. And we could also shoot the ball. Well, not we, but the Lakers could shoot the ball. And yeah. And who's stopping Ooh. LeBron, you know what I mean? <laughs> no one. Exactly. He going for that raid. Yep. Um, what about the... Actually, let me get uh, your opinion on it, Mr. Lakeem. Um, so, I think... Um, I do agree here with uh, Michael. I do think uh, Lakers will be on top in the end. Um, mostly because, you know, LeBron is a driving force in the NBA, as we all know. And, you know, with pickups like uh, Austin Reeves, you know, it's really good to have a young boy on his team who can shoot the ball as he does. So, yeah, off the strength of just them two being a combined duo, and you, of course, you have, um, you know, although he does get injured sometimes, you do have um, Anthony Davis. So, you know, overall great player. Although he's injury injury prone, you know, he will be back, and, you know, they will for sure dominate that team, I think. Right, right, right. So what about, what are we saying about the Pelicans and OKC? Pelicans without Zion Williamson, you know, haven't had him for a while. OKC has Shea. Who's been averaging thirty-one points this season? So, uh, mm. how do you but think... don't forget though, Pelicans have CJ McCollum. They have CJ McCollum. They have a well-rounded guard as well. They have Brandon Ingram, yep. who just dropped forty. They have Jonas Valanciunas from you know the Raptors, but did great there. And now is at the Pelicans. He's gonna do great there as well. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but it's high. I got OKC. I got OKC. I think OKC could upset it. Yeah. Okay. But then, yeah. so then here comes the question OKC or Minnesota? Mm. See, but that's when Rudy Gobert comes back. That's true. Because he's only suspended one game. Yep. So I think Minnesota will actually take that one. If, for the Pelicans, actually. Yeah. All right, so that means it's Denver and Minnesota versus the, mm. and the Grizzlies and Lakers. Now let's go to the East. Oh, we got Grizzlies. Toronto versus Chicago. Oh yeah, Toronto's that's easy. Like, come on, Toronto's definitely gonna. Um, Toronto has really good defense. Team. They have the leading Steeler. I think it's OG Ananobi with averages like three. Don't forget their young rookie Scotty Barnes, well-rounded prospect as well. Yep, rookie of the year. Fred Van Lee is one of the worst field goal shooters. That is in true. The NBA. Twenty-eight point four percent. Yeah, but he, he, but he's also a great passer. At the end of the day, you can't rule that out. You're not wrong. But who, the only one who's shooting it is Pascal Siakam, and what if they lock down Siakam? You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like he has playoff experience, like we said, bro, and you, like he's very, very lengthy, and he can trust trust the floor in all aspects. Um, he's he's becoming better with his three-point shooting. So I mean, locking him up is not like easy task. You know, it's kind of hard to do. So, I mean. It'll be a good matchup, I think. But I, th- I still got Toronto coming out on top. Right, I, th- I think as well. So, with that being said, Miami versus Atlanta. Who's winning that? I have Miami. Hometown I have, team. I mean, I, I have. Miami. I mean, I'm from there. I, I got it. You know, no bias. But, I mean, Miami all the way, you know. Yep. The Hawks only have Trey Young. And Not DeJounte Murray? Cardinals. Not DeJounte Murray? Low key, but, like, I mean, Trae Young. Like, they are the most mid-team. 
Literally, statistically speaking. But don't forget Jimmy Bucket Butler. Playoff Jimmy. Exactly. Don't forget Tyler, fourth quarter hero. Playoff Jimmy. Don't forget to dunk on your head, Bam Adebayo. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget I am 40, pushing 51, Udonis Haslam. Mm. And don't forget the Raptors star player or, or former star player, Kyle get to the bucket Lowry alright so Miami moves on against Boston and now we got Atlanta and Toronto oh um gets a little dicey here because Trey Young can really shoot that thing mm, that's true it's but I mean like I said I before I think Toronto beats Atlanta by far oh I, I, I thought of that too yeah. I don't even think that would be close to be honest I think Atlanta I would say like, put up a fight I, I'll say 4-2 it's not a it's not a it's, best of seven. It's just one game, my boy. It's one game. <laughs> oh, well, with that being said, um, I'll say one zero. Yep, yep. All right. So I'm gonna move on from the playoffs for a little bit. You know what I mean? Back away from that. How do you feel about the Lakers after trading Russell Westbrook? Was he the problem? Oh, Russell, Russell Westbrook. Very good question. See, I really have a lot of love for Westbrook, you know. I growing up I did watch him as a player. And everyone's trying to say like, you know, he's now Russell Lubrick and stuff like that. I don't I don't believe in that because like I don't know, I feel like he just wasn't a good fit for the team. So maybe yes, he was the problem. But as an individual player, I think he like is an amazing player individually. I, I think he just has to find the great, a great, good team that he like you know glue with and like have good chemistry with. And Lakers was wasn't that team, so Russ is he was, needs to be the star. It yeah, can't I feel be like he can't. Be a sub it has to be Russell Westbrook. But right now the he's team. not the star. That's right true. Now he's not the star. Kawhi Leonard. But with Paul George out, he is a really good fit. Yep. With Paul George out. But here's the thing. Let me break up some uh, statistics. After the trade, Lakers are fourteen and eight. They are the best defensive rating in the NBA with 108.9. Since the trade deadline. Since the trade deadline, yes. Yep. Compared to the Bucks all season, averaging around 110. So, does that show that Russ was the problem? Was Russ holding them back from winning all these games? Or did they just get good pickups from trading him? I would say good pickups. Jared Vanderbilt, very good defensive player. Very good. So wait what? Yeah. Beasley. Yep. So who would you say is the most dangerous team right now? From both conf- not both conferences, just who who's the most dangerous team who's gonna give everybody a run for their money? In general? Yeah. Mm. West and East mm. combined, so you can it could be either the Grizzlies, nah, the Celtic, you know, I'm, one of those teams. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm going with the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo. I, I, Are they a sleeper though? And the Bucks. They're a sleeper. Who's a sleeper? Sleeper? Uh, I got the Cavs. Sleeper? Uh, I mean, the Cavs are a very good, well-rounded I mean, team. Or the Kings. The Kings. I believe the Kings. I don't know. I think the Kings are losing. I think sleeper for Cavs is good because of Donovan, like the impact that Donovan Mitchell has on the game. Yeah, I and, think. And um, also Ricky Rubio. I think Sacramento's losing to Warriors in six, respectfully. Whoa. Respectfully. Sacramento. It's an all-offensive team with no defense, and Warriors have offense and better defense. 
you gotta think of like. But that. I mean, when you have someone like Harrison Barnes, who's like a vet in the NBA almost, and De'Aaron Fox, who's right quick, like run the floor down in five seconds, right? And then you have Sabonis, who has the good game floor plan knowledge. Like, leading I mean, rebounder. They're a well-rounded team, kind of. He's a leading rebounder. Yeah, exactly. So that you know, that's that's some boards right there for them. Some outside buckets right there. So that's what I'm Sabonis saying. Sabonis versus Draymond Green. Because Warriors, we know the worst away record. Ten and thirty-one. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Wait, they're going against, against the Warriors. I think it's yeah, gonna Sacramento come down Warriors. to. Oh yeah, yeah, seven oh, seven oh. I don't know. I think Warriors. it's gonna. What the? Seven. Yeah, I don't know. It's the Warriors. Who's seven oh in? Warriors seven oh. Sacramento. It's gonna come down to home games. Yeah, and I think whoever so. wins that one away game. Yeah, well, I didn't know talking about like Curry. Like let's be real, it's it's a blow. I mean, I think if LeBron and Curry are in the in the playoffs, then that's gonna be in the finals, respectfully, the Western Conference Finals. That's just me though. That's just me. <laughs> respectfully. Low key, low key. But don't forget the real sleeper team here. So not sleeper, but mid sleeper. Ooh, Toronto. Memphis. Oh, okay. Memphis and Ja Morant. <laughs> I mean, is that really a sleeper team? I when mean, second it is a parade team? inside yeah. his city. Let's be real. Parade inside his city. Yeah, that, I think it is. I think it is. Oh, he yeah. showed time and time again. He came back off he his little right. off off his little break and has caught already three bodies. Mm, you're right. I saw him get bodies injured, as though. in. Bo- wait, let me clarify to the viewers at home. Bodies is in a dunk when you dunk on somebody. Call it a body. So yeah. Yep. So the Bucks are the most dangerous team. We say. Yep. Are they winning it all? Oh, it's it's dicey because there are well-rounded teams out there who have like who could come out of nowhere and just you know playoff. This could be their time to shine. So I don't want to just confirm they win it all. I feel like it'll be Bucks versus Sixers, and then maybe Six- they go to the finals. Sixers? But I think they lose in the finals. The Seventy Sixers. The Seventy Sixers with, going to with, the finals. With no offense, but the crybaby and beat. I don't know about that the one. Game scoring title and beat. Uh, front runner MVP candidate. I mean the fadeaway Embiid. I mean he is kind of tough. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's just That's him on the court for real. They got Harden, who's the... Leading a sister. He's a the leading sister, sister yeah. yeah, but let's be real. If Harden cuts off his beard, he's dropping five points a game. Well, that's why he's not cutting his beard. <laughs> you're right. You're right. They have a free first round because the Nets are like, to be honest, there's no... Like, it's not a competition. Mm. I, I'd say Sixers and five. I have a question. Yeah. Do y'all think the Nets did better or worse without Kyrie well, and Katie? They did worse if we're talking about Win loss, but they didn't. They got really good like trades out of it. They got first round picks. Yeah, they they did get first round picks. They still have. I don't know. Mikal Bridges, who's doing great for them, averaging like thirty three, hasn't missed a game. Oh really? Yep. Actually, great. All right, Giannis, the Milwaukee most dangerous team. We don't know if they're winning at all, obviously. So, since Giannis and we spoke about Embiid. Are two MVP candidates. Who's receiving the MVP? Mm, the MVP award. Most valuable player. Obviously Would they the front... give Giannis a third one though? Would they? Giannis? I mean, the script says no, let's be real. Giannis or Jokic game? Wasn't Giannis like. They both have two? MVP? Yeah. No, I, I forgot. I forgot Giannis existed. I ain't gonna lie. But 
Jan What what would you say makes somebody an MVP? Like what do they have to do for their team to be considered MVP? Certain Me amount per- of games, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of, okay. I would say a certain amount of points uh, per game. All right. A certain amount of assists per game. Mm-hmm. The way they carry themselves on and off the court, their leadership mentality. Right. Um, I would say like the way they handle the ball and handle stressful, like stressful situations, like shot clocks t- timing down. Like, what do they do? How right. do they get that bucket? You know, that kind of stuff. All right. So this leads me on to my next question: the most valuable player on this team, right? This team basically runs with this player around this player. So if you were to take each player out, which team is failing? If you took Giannis out of Milwaukee, if you took Embiid out of Sixers, if you took Jokic out of Nuggets, are they still going to the playoffs? Hmm. Whoa. Then that would I mean have, like every, I have one. every team would not, right? No, no, no. I, I have one. I think are guaranteed. MVPs. So these MVPs, right, the most valuable players for the whole league and, and their team, Let's say they get injured a few games, right? Yeah. Which team is failing? Which team is still going to hold on without that Hold player? on to their own. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I have one. Sorry, you know, but uh, it's the truth. Toronto Raptors, if you take Siakam out there, yeah, they're done. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Bro, <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm talking about them three boys. I'm talking about Giannis. I'm talking about. Oh, only them three boys. The three front runners. Yeah, if you take them out, then those three teams are not making the playoffs. What if their star player is gone? Mm -hmm. They're not making the playoffs. Okay, so let me bring out this little statistic. Right, the Nuggets without Jokic this season, five and eight. Right. The Sixers without Embiid are eleven and five. The Bucks without Giannis are eleven and eight. So would you would this make Jokic a front runner because he's more valuable considering they lost more games and didn't win as much when Giannis and Embiid were on the team, or does that not matter? I think it does matter, but to an extent. The extent meaning, like, yeah, I know he's the MVP of that team. He probably, you know, carries the team's morale on his back. But, you know, I feel like when other players step down, other players step up. So I feel like him being out, other players would take that position to fill it in and step up in his his absence, you know, and still be able able to at least by heart to get at least that that dub, you know what I mean, for Mm -hmm. those couple games that he's out. So I would say that team, no. I think the team that would probably crumble, actually, would be maybe the Bucks. The Bucks? But then that would means that means Drew Holiday steps up. That's true, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Yep. Bobby up. Porter. There was a game where, the where Drew did carry Giannis. There was a game, John fifty. Yep. Fifty one. Fifty one. Fifty one. To be exact. Alright, with that being said, we're gonna wrap up the NBA, right? We're gonna move on to college basketball. We all know college mm-hmm. basketball. I don't know if you guys have oh, watched the March Madness. FAU. Yes, Florida sadly, Atlanta my my team, FAU, did lose. They went to the Final Four, beating final Tennessee, four. beating four. Kansas State, 
beating even Memphis, which they were expected to lose. Everyone thought they would lose. They went to the Final right. Four against San Diego State. And they lost to San Diego State by a buzzer beater. And there's two star players, Elijah Martin and John L. Davis, right? Elijah Martin about to be the leading scorer for FAU and history. And John L. Davis is the only player at NCAA to average 25, 10, 5, and 5 in a game. So, recently, this past 24 hours, they both declared for the 2023 draft. Yes, sir. Now, would you guys say that they should stay for the rest of their eligibility and then go to the draft or try and get there as soon as possible get that back? Are they eligible, though? They are eligible, yeah. Damn. Here's what I think. I think they put everyone put FAU on the map, right? Everybody knows FAU is his basketball school. They had a 35 and 4 record, Final Four. No one's ever heard of this team, right? They have more Final Four appearances than Alabama. You know what I mean? That. So, you have all this media coming in, and all this recognition. And maybe even more recruits and better recruits are going to go to the school because they've seen what Coach May is going to do and how he builds this team and how he recruits players. So I think all of them should stay for that one more year, make another run in March Madness, see what they can do, get more recognition, you know, get the leading scorer, make break more records, all that, then declare for the draft where they can get a higher spot and make more money than they would do right now. I don't know how you guys feel about that. So, I would say play again, more recognition, because next year's draft, big players. Mm. But that doesn't mean that they can, like, go undrafted, Uh get signed to, like, a G League, still get the bag. But I would still go the college route one more year. And remember, if they don't get drafted this year they still have their eligibility so they can just come back to FAU that too and play but would it be better just to stick with college and try and make a bigger bag or just go straight into it see a bigger bag is you know I mean not saying money is everything but that would be really good opportunity just to make some you know that's the whole point they're going into the draft is to I mean get that but money. I mean like I rather just I feel like in the end experience right beats like money at that point because obviously like if you get more experience you have the potential to get into the NBA but if you just wait a little bit you have experience and a bag rather than mm-hmm. just a bag and less experience right so I, 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 that's right that you know I would throw that I would go copy more experience and then get the bag later how do you guys feel about Angel Reese, as a player, you think she's worth all the hype? That girl got to get off my For You page. That's all I like. (laughs) (laughs) There's been recent controversy, as we all know, with her, you know, waving her hand in front of Caitlin Clark, you know. Yeah, that controversy was was nothing to be controversial. You know what I'm saying? It's It's a game. You know, we get competitive. No matter 
how what level you know there's levels to this you know mm-hmm. you mock someone they mock you back it's that simple it's competitive nature we all have it you know we're all dogs on the on the field on the court so like i mean if i'm in the moment i'm hyped and i get a bucket i'm much i'm much i'm you know i'm a time do what i gotta do you know pop my stuff a little bit not too heavy not too crazy mm-hmm. you know um, it's in the moment like you know we live in the moment so i mean there should be no controversial no controversial talks regarding that situation i mean you know she they won the game they were hyped you know she had taunted her before so she taunted her back it's just competitive nature nothing to be you know crazy yeah. about so that's, that's my take on that jiggy Dirty, uh, dirty on your head. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Do not wave at me when I drop dirty. I lost. I did lose, but I dropped dirty on your head. And, all right, she did like a little bit something, but the only reason Iowa lost was because of that ugly first half. Just saying. That's true. Just saying. They were coming back. Second half, they were. But I do see the argument when they say she was doing too much. Like, yeah, she can wave her hand, all that. But when you're going right in her face and following her for, like, the last 20 seconds of the game. 20 seconds is crazy. It was was five seconds. No, no, no. Last 15 seconds of the game. You can check the video. She's waving her hand, pointing at her ring finger, mocking her. I know she did it in other games, but she didn't go up to each player and do that. She just did it once, quick, out. That's the argument I'm seeing for everyone else. I know it's a competitive Maybe. nature, but that is why everyone's saying, why is she doing that? It's a classless act. Like It's a competitive sport. We all know that. We've seen LeBron and Curry go at it, but then next thing you know, they're dabbing each other up in all-star games and their boys outside of the, the court. You know what I mean? And they respect each other. Both these players respect each other. They said it. But also... You following another player and showing that you won, even though she just had such a great game against you, like it's just disrespectful in that sense. But I mean, in the post interview, she even did like commiserate uh, Clark and say like she had a great game. You know, I know that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like I, on the court it's competitive, and then off the court, you know, they're cool, like not even friends, but like they respect each other. It's just the fact yeah. that you're following her, waving your arm and hand, showing the ring finger, like. I mean, you can do it once, quick, out, but then when you following her when she's trying to leave, like, come on. Like, be for real. I'm so serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Like, I, don't, I, I still don't see it as, like, you know, like, on some, like, whoa, the internet should shake over this. Like, now, the whoa part is, 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 Jill, there, is Jill Biden saying, let's invite Iowa as well. Like, what? Yeah, that was, that was really bad. She tripping? Really Clark didn't even want to go. Like, Clark herself said no. Like, that's crazy. So I don't know. I don't know what that's about. That's more controversial than her walking her down with the finger in her hand. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, like, you know what team won. You watched it. Why are you still inviting the losing team knowing that yeah, they have that, the right to be crazy. there? That, that was that's the like you're, like, you're, like you're, you're going out of You're going out of your way to make the team who won less, what's the word, less important, less significant. So Exactly. The tradition is whoever wins, like, a national championship or like a super bowl in america yeah go to the tradition, tradition, you, like, not you the want to break tradition just because yeah you know, like don't break tradition over that like yeah they had a great game but that doesn't mean okay break tradition and then they can come over no the winner goes the loser doesn't it's that simple yep but i mean i don't know in the, in the eyes of her she wants to make everybody eat that's just not how it works sometimes sometimes you gotta not eat to eat again in the future so i don't know yep so last thing i got 
probably the biggest news in football right now is OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. signing with Baltimore. Right. The Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. We all Purple. What'd you say? I was going to say purple, gold, and black. Yeah. So he's signing with That's them uniform. one year, $18 million. 15 of it is guaranteed. Uh, 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 $18 million? $18 million. That's a lot of money. I ain't going to lie. He did it for the money. He had to. I mean, obviously. So, but I mean, I feel like I feel like in this point of his career, his fan base goes wherever he goes. He's kind of like LeBron James of the sport. Like his fan base is gonna ride for him no matter which team he's on. So I mean, maybe he maybe he knows that and said, you know, let me get the bag right quick because my fan base is not gonna go nowhere. Hasn't played football over a year. Yeah, I think either way, if LeBron takes takes a, takes a year off, if LeBron takes a year off, he's the family's not gonna go nowhere. Yeah, but LeBron ain't right? Do you, you, do you agree? I mean, we're LeBron not saying not we're not talking about fan bases here. We're talking about him the year off, just recovering and trying to become a better player. But the thing is, signing with the Baltimore Ravens, I think he only chose one year because he knows Lamar Jackson doesn't want to be there. Like mm. Lamar's not getting but paid. But Lamar is not playing, so why? I mean, as of right now, he's still a Raven. But unless somebody trades two first-round picks for him, then he's staying a Raven. And I'm not sure if he's going to play. It's his choice. But, you know, I'm pretty sure he, Odell knew that this is going to be his biggest bag that he would get. Like, he got, you know, from Cowboys. He got from the Jets. So, like, teams that, like, can make a playoff push, right? He went for the Ravens, which is, like, the most broken team right now, let's be honest. Cincinnati's winning that division either way. So he went to this team, and their receiving core is Odell, and that's it. Odell Beckham Jr. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can't name you one other person. It's Odell Beckham Jr. and Lamar Jackson doing whatever it takes. And Odell's not a top 10 receiver. You know what I mean? Like, there's old people in the league that are still top 10 in their position but Odell is not one of those he's a good second receiver wide receiver too he's definitely a good one of those good route runner all that we know Odell right Odell we all know one hand to catch Odell but now he's declined now injury prone exactly injury prone we haven't seen him in over a year Mm -hmm. but who knows you never know what happens he could come back with the Ravens I don't know about that. One. I mean, I, I feel like a year could either make a player or break a player. So he might just come back better than ever, or he might just come back You're the right. horrible, the worst. Don't we know. don't know. So I mean, like, we have to see. If the I'm Ravens him, is a crazy sign, though. If I'm him, I'm going with the Cowboys. Let's be honest, I'm going with the Cowboys oh boy, or Jets or the Jets or Miami so Dolphins. Cute. Bro, what? Right, relax, relax. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> Tyreek, Jaden Waddle. We're chilling. Yep. Miami's chilling with receivers. Who's Jaden Waddle? <laughs> Jaden Waddle. Jalen, Jalen, not Jaden. Jalen Waddle. He's a good receiver. Watch a little bit more football. Oh, he's for PF. Bro, what? <laughs> Yo. Next question. Next question. <laughs> That's all the questions I got today, to be honest. That's all I got with the recent news in sports. Uh, Unless you guys want to talk a little bit more about, you know, the NBA playoffs and who's winning Caleb each Love game. transferring? You said who? Michigan? Caleb Love? Oh, the NCAA player? Yeah. 
Uh, you can. I, I don't really know much about him to be honest. Yeah, me either. I I just know he's like good. He's tough. Toughies. The football player. I think basketball. Basketball. Oh, so on the on the topic of basketball, let me just ask one more question as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys feel about um LeBron stating that wherever his son goes, he's going? I do you mean, believe that though? I do believe that. I think I believe that because he becomes a free agent when Bronny can go into the league. True. But also, True. it's like you're gonna see every team rushing for that pick because who who's gonna be like in Bronny's class entering the draft? Anybody know? I think Mikey Williams, maybe. Mikey Williams. Mikey. Uh, He's tough. I'm not sure who else. But there's definitely some well, other wait, What about Wemby? Wemby. 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 That's next year he's, he's in. Oh, okay, okay. He's older than Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whoever, I don't think. But would they want a 40-year-old LeBron, though? Yes. I mean, LeBron's. Any team would want a 40-year-old. LeBron, I in mean... year 20, averaging 28 points. Has 25 30 point games. That's more than Kobe by like triple. You know what I mean? He's averaging more than a bunch of these players. RIP the Mamba, by the way. RIP, yep. So, who knows? I think LeBron said that. So, teams would go try and get the number one overall pick and draft Bronny number one overall. I think that's. I think it depends on how he plays next year, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron or Bronny? LeBron. LGM? We, we still don't know where Bronny's going, so. School But I mean, obviously, they. Oh, school wise. Oh. Like school, G League. Yeah, OG. I think I think he, he got down to three schools Oregon, USC, and Ohio State. But he didn't make any commitments yet. Out of all the yep. top 100 players, he did not commit yet. Yep, he's the only one. Maybe he's playing it smart. Maybe his dad has something in store for him or gives him some guidance. I mean, he's definitely listening to his dad. His, I mean, his dad did this before. Well, I mean. Is that think, is the best? So. I think he goes to G League. That's my opinion. I don't Not know. overseas? No. You know how much Bronny is making right now just as off of Literally. NIL deals? He's making seven million. How much? Oh, um. Off of NIL yeah, that's, deals. That's amazing. Phase contract. Phase contract. Oh, phase contract. Uh... Shoe deals. Like, like uh, advertisements. He did advertisements with his dad on Nike. I'm pretty sure. Recently. I mean, yeah. He has, and he has dad's money. So. Oh, he's plenty of that. <laughs> Man, his he's dad's money is endless. Life. That whole... How do How do y'all feel about the uh, younger brother who's taller than him, Bryce? Bryce, I think he's gonna definitely be more I like think LeBron. He might be better than... He's gonna be more like LeBron than Bronny is. Because Bronny's like a guard. Oh, why do you? Bronny's he like needs a to guard. have a breakout year. Who Bryce? Bryce. Skill wise, he's like mid, mid, mid. Bryce is mid in skill. He's just like bouncing. I'm pretty sure he's like a freshman or sophomore, so he has plenty of time. Yeah, he has plenty of time. He's just tall. Bulky? He gets a little bulky. Yeah, he gets a little muscle. That's right. It's over. It's over for. I don't know. Uh How do you feel about Mikey? Mikey Williams. What school is he going to? No idea. Memphis. With Memphis, uh, with JJ Taylor, yeah. Memphis, as in the one FAU. Memphis, as in, yep. Mhm. Really? Yep. Oh, FAU is on that. We go against them like every year now. We just move conferences. We on that now, oh, bro. Are you going to that game? I'm going to that game. 
Wait, Mikey Williams is going to FAU. I'm going to that game. <laughs> I'm going to see Mikey Williams. Wait, did they play at Memphis this year or at FAU this year? Both. It's in the same oh. conference, I'm pretty sure, so they do both. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they go against Houston, but Houston was such a trash team. I don't understand. Everyone thought they were going to win. Last one. Last yep. uh, Last NBA prospect. How do y'all feel about Wemby? Wemanyama? I don't know. Yeah, that guy. I have a small feeling he's going to be another Chet from OKC. Chet from OKC. He's going to be like another like Taco Fall. He gets injured out of nowhere, and then that's it. Like Oh, Chet so, Holgram? So you think he's, he's going to yeah, be a like bust? So a bust. Nah, nah, nah. I don't think he's going to be a bust. I just think he's going to get, like, I just think he's going to be, like, hurt a lot. Do you, do you think, hey, do you think, um, I forgot his name, Williamson, the first, the first time, the Zion, first name. Zion Williamson? Yeah, Zion. Do you think Zion's a bust? No. What? He, I don't know what's <laughs> up with them, but he just doesn't play, bro. And, like, his injuries, but sometimes it's not injury. I, I just don't think he, I think he just came for the bag, to be honest with you. Literally. I don't know. When he plays, he's, like, one of the best players in the NBA. I, I, I don't know. That's my opinion. That's a reach, I feel like. He has been very dominant when he was playing. I mean, Pelicans were one of the best teams. I mean, you see playing. his muscles. I mean, he is very, very muscular and dominant, of course. But in the NBA, the best when he plays. I mean, uh, this stat, no, this stat that is crazy. He, for every 10 games, he misses six of them. See, like, he's inconsistent. I don't like that. Zion comes back right now. They're blowing out OKC. And they're making a run against Denver. You're not wrong. He comes back right now. I mean, you're really not wrong. It's also the same thing last year. Like, Pelicans were in playoffs. And if they had Zion Williamson, who knows what they could have done against the Suns. Literally. You know what I mean? Suns with KD now. Probably make a better push, but I, I still don't, you know, see him getting it out. Even with KD. Suns, you don't think they're beating the Clippers? No, I think they're beating the Clippers, but I don't think they're going to make a run, like, in the chain, like the, um, the Western Conference Finals. Wait, let's say they beat the Clippers. They play Warriors and Sacramento. One of those two? I think so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. All I know is it's like... Know. I know Denver, if they win, they go against whoever's the lowest seed left. Yeah. And then it it just depends on who's the lowest seed left. But yeah. It's going to be a fun playoff. I'll make my bracket, that's for sure. I'm making my bracket. Same. Who'll be the winner of your bracket? I'm telling you, I got. Here's my. He has the Warriors. No, no, no. Chill, chill, chill. (laughs) Three teams that are winning it, right? To the Bucks. The Warriors or the Lakers? Let's be honest. Come on now. I'm going to come back to this. And I'm telling you, one of these three teams are winning it all. Okay, I said one this. of those three, but not the Warriors. No. What you know about playoff Curry? What you know about playoff Curry? I know. I know a lot. Yep. The last time I checked, whenever Curry in that playoffs, he always in that finals as well. What are they talking Kings about? Kings and six. Kings and six. Bro, get off. <laughs> get off. King's All right. Eight. Any more questions? I'm Connor done. Anderson, eight? What? What'd you say? Nothing. Nothing. All right, bro. 
Toronto Raptors in eight. End it, end it, end Toronto it. Raptors in eight. Yep, that's why I end it. I'm going to catch you all later. Peace. Good night, folks. Thanks yep. for listening, and catch us on the next podcast. Yeah, bye-bye.